one and a half, even two million barrels per day of U.S. production that would be, you know, just poised, ready to jump back into the market uh, as prices rise. And I would not um, assume uh, much lower prices because I think uh, OPEC, non-OPEC will remain very much uh, in charge and hold the reins on the market to avoid, they, they won't want to see prices fall back below 50. Vandana, thanks very much. Have a very happy Christmas. Look forward to talking to you again next year. That's Vandana Hari, who's founder of Vandu Insights. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. And let's take a look, a final look at the markets before Christmas. Uh, looks like it's going to be a good morning for Asian stocks. The ASX 200 in Australia up two-thirds of a percent. Same story for the Nikkei 225 in Japan. Uh, the Cosby is up about 0.9%. Uh, looks like the Hang Seng, though, is going to open flat. The oil markets right now, Brent crude oil trading at $51.15 a barrel. Gold is at $1,873 an ounce. And everyone's watching in the currency markets, the British pound trading at $1.35 and two cents at the moment, moving up this morning. Uh, Money Talk will return on Monday after the Christmas holidays. I'll be here tomorrow morning on Radio 3 from 6 to 10am with a special Christmas Day show of music, guests and chat. So please do join me for that if you can. In the meantime, on behalf of all of us on the Money Talk team, I wish you a very happy, healthy, peaceful and safe Christmas. Stay tuned for back chats with Hugh Chiverton and Nixie Lamb in just one moment. The weather forecast, bright and mild uh, during the day, uh, during Christmas holidays and early next week. It's going to become cold appreciably midweek uh, to next week. It's 19 degrees right now, 76% relative humidity. Coming up to 8.32, here's Samantha Butler with the half-hour news. President Trump has vetoed a $740 billion defense bill that was approved by the U.S. Congress this month. He's objecting to provisions that limit troop withdrawals from Afghanistan and Europe, among other aspects, as the BBC's Libo DiSecco reports. President Trump had been threatening to veto this bill for weeks, and his actions could have serious consequences. Among the measures the legislation would fund are pay increases for troops and boosting cybersecurity. The latter is a key concern given the recent hack affecting government agencies. Mr Trump had demanded steps to curb the power of social media companies, who Republicans accuse of anti-conservative bias. He's also angry about plans to rename military installations that commemorate Confederate leaders. Congress has already made arrangements for a vote on whether to overturn the veto. There have been angry reactions to President Trump's pardoning of American security guards who were involved in the killing of 14 Iraqi civilians. UN human rights officials said the move would embolden others to commit such crimes. The father of a boy who was killed said he found it difficult to understand the president's decision. I really surprised today and I really feel very bad and sad. His decision today is really, really shame. He broke the court, he broke the judge, like he broke the law. Before, I feel like no one above the law. Today, the president for the United States, he above the law. Britain's Health Secretary Matt Hancock has asked anyone who recently travelled to South Africa to go into quarantine. He made the comment after a second, even more infectious new variant of COVID-19 was detected in two contacts of cases who travelled there. Mr Hancock also put more of southern England into the top tier of restrictions from Boxing Day. This was to contain the spread of an earlier highly infectious variant that emerged over the weekend. Mr Hancock said the move was to protect the public and the UK's National Health Service, the NHS. This is not news that anybody wants to deliver. 
and I am truly sorry for the disruption that it causes. But I think people know how important it is that we take decisions like this to keep people safe and to protect the NHS. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Back Chat. I'm Hugh Chivert and your co-host today is Nixie Lamb. Nixie, good morning to you. Today we're talking about reconciliation. Pro-democracy figures say they believe Hong Kong will, um, I'm sorry, that Beijing will extend its power to cover Hong Kong's district councils in order to have absolute control over the political situation in the territory. Meanwhile, the most recent public opinion survey showed only 20% of respondents expressed confidence in the chief executive, Carrie Lam. Is there a way to narrow the gap between different camps in our city today? Or will the majority simply be disenfranchised? Are there lessons on reconciliation from other places around the world? Can we learn to get along under the new order? Is there hope for peace on earth? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, Bankchat and RTHK Radio 3. You can call us on number 233-88266 or you can email uh, bankchat at rthk.hk, bankchat at rthk.hk um, with your comments. Okay, a few uh, emails uh, on different topics before we get to uh, today's subject. Chris says, Hong Kong Customs and Marine Police today conducted a raid on smugglers in Lung Kwu Tan, Tun Mun. Nine men were spotted loading goods from a van to a speedboat. When the officers approached, all nine of them managed to jump jump into the boat and head for Chinese water. Now, far be it from me to criticise Asia's finest, but I've noticed over the years this does seem to happen a lot. There have been instances where the marine police have been lying in wait, but the smugglers escape, leaving behind the contraband for the forces to capture. Heaven forbid, but some of the unpatriotic troublemakers in our community may say the officers do this deliberately. They can't be bothered with the paperwork if they arrest them. That it happens all the time, so why bother? Surely this can't be true. That comes... From Chris. Pete uh, T uh, has uh, an email. Um, thank you very much indeed for your kind comments, uh, uh, Pete. Uh, one thing I just would like to say is that um, he does, uh, in talking about uh, back chat, uh, he does say uh, that uh, we haven't been cowed or intimidated into avoiding sensitive topics. Uh, Pete T, I thank you. Thank you very much for that uh, comment. Uh, we, we do, we do strive. We could make life easier for ourselves, but uh, we do try and uh, have a, an open discussion on topics, as you say, that can be sensitive at times. Okay, uh, Larry has uh, an email. Um, uh, it's uh, fairly long. This is uh, in response to uh, one I read out uh, yesterday, which was in response to him. Uh, let's see if I can do a little bit of reconciliation on this. Okay, Larry says, uh, Backchat should not facilitate anyone spreading fake news about COVID-related issues. It's unprofessional of you to read out a message claiming that the US has already banned flights from Britain. This is simply not the case. Uh, Larry says, when I sent you that message, even the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, was calling on the Trump administration to set new restrictions on flights from the UK due to the new COVID strain being discovered there. It was only yesterday that major airlines that fly people from the UK to New York daily have agreed to ensure travellers provide a negative COVID test before departing for NYC, meaning people flying from the UK to the US didn't even need to get tested before boarding. As of today, US officials are still debating travel bans. A CDC 
advisory dated to the 14th of September states that the US prohibited foreign nationals who have been to the UK and some other countries from entering, but this restriction does not apply to US nationals. You have accidentally helped someone, someone spread misinformation about COVID-19 issues. I suggest that you correct this. This comes uh, from Larry. Well, in the F- in the uh, spirit of uh, arbitration and reconciliation, I think uh, what happened was that uh, the uh, the earlier email was was drawing attention to that CDC advisory, which said that, uh, as you say, that uh, foreign nationals from September. Uh, who have been in the UK couldn't go to the United States, and you're referring to uh, American uh, nationals, US nationals. Um, so uh, can I suggest that you're talking about slightly different things, both of you, uh, and that, that is where there's the misunderstanding arises, uh, that if there was sort of a little bit more clarity and a bit more communication... I'm being a marriage counsellor here. Uh, you <laughs> might, uh, yeah, things might be a, a little bit better, but uh, I don't think it's a question of uh, uh, misinformation. Okay, on the question of reconciliation, Mike says, to whom is the question directed? Uh, so you're asking us if we want reconciliation with those that are taking our freedoms away in the name of security or protection from ourselves. To even ask that question gives me the impression that you're not paying attention. You might ask the CCP if they would like to reconcile with the people of Hong Kong. I can't even say that without a cynical smirk on my face. I'll keep it short, Hugh. I know it's difficult to get the right emphasis on the proper syllable. Self-censorship is now a worldwide phenomenon. To those that haven't learned self-censorship, there is always the security bill for the slow learners. That is not reconciliation, it's called coercion. And maybe a more appropriate question to be asking today is, how much freedom needs to be taken away for everyone to be coerced into total obedience? As an example, I'll wear a mask in public, I won't vaccinate, I will pay my taxes and obey the law, I will not stay silent. Discuss this if you dare. That comes uh, from uh, Mike. And uh, one more, this is from uh, Bowen, uh, who says, uh, to achieve reconciliation, we need to get rid of three things, poor policy decisions, wrong priorities, and the political imperative to turn the people of this city into what they cannot become. The first two need no explanation, examples abound. The third may be the most difficult to achieve in our situation. I just heard on a BBC radio programme someone explaining that the most important factor for having a successful city is to have smart people as citizens. As Leo Goodstadt pointed out, Hong Kongers are already ideal citizens, pragmatic, moderate and smart. But if you try to turn such people into docile, unthinking, and for want of a better word, dumb citizens who just follow orders blindly, you get what you've got in Hong Kong in the last six years. As for democratic reforms, maybe people should be practical about the issue, at least in the short run. You can have a wise government without democracy, provided that such a government is wise enough not to claim to be a democratic government, of course. That is from Bowen. Joining us now, we have John Burns, Emeritus Professor and uh, Honorary Professor in the Department of Politics and Public Administration at the University of Hong Kong, and Alan Lung, who's the Governor of the think tank Path of Democracy. Good morning to both of you. Uh, Professor Burns, good morning to you. Uh, we could good start morning. maybe with you. What about the, the issue of reconciliation? Is, is, is there a... Is there any sort of possibility? Is there a pathway if you want to reconcile these two very opposing, very polarised groups uh, in, in Hong Kong that they could come together in some kind of formal process? Would that make sense? Well, this idea of reconciliation, of course, is not new. I mean, it's been floating around for some time. 
When I considered the question, the first thing I wondered is reconciliation between whom? So are we talking about between the DAB and the government? And the reason I asked this question is because, as one of your questioners implied, the Chinese Communist Party is now systematically disenfranchising about 55 to 60 percent of the Hong Kong people. So if you're doing that on the one hand, and you need government to participate in this on the other hand, the conditions certainly aren't right. Uh, the other thing is that this notion of reconciliation is always combined, at least in my experience, and mostly combined, with truth-telling. And truth and reconciliation, both are necessary. So um, truth would require um, Carrie Lam and the Exco people to um, take a accountability for what has happened in 2019, which they have failed to do. Uh, it would also require the police to um, to uh, come clean on their behavior during the uh, the protests in uh, 2019. It would require, if if reconciliation is beyond just the DAB and the government, and there are contradictions between these two groups, for sure, if it is to include the other 55% of us or 60% of us, then truth-telling also means that they, the pandems, for example, must acknowledge that Hong Kong is a part of China and that any um, political solution, including the outcome of this uh, kind of a, a process, must also consider the Communist Party's need for security. One of my observations about the situation uh, in 2019 is that it, it was in 2019 when Article 43 of the Basic Law, which requires the Hong Kong government to be accountable to the people of Hong Kong, not just to the central government, when this provision of the Basic Law was abandoned by the Hong Kong government. And so um, I'm not very optimistic, I have to say. I've looked at some proposals, and one... You know, one proposal says something about, oh, there, this is not about apportioning blame. Well, if you don't start with accountability, then I think there's absolutely no basis for reconciliation. So I, th I think there's my, there might be a different interpretation of the understanding of one country and two systems from people from different camps. Um, mm -hmm. How do you see that, like the differences, and how can we come to a, a more better understanding of the both sides? Well, I mean, if you, so you're talking about it in terms of the 55% as well as the DAB, right? Well, it's, it's like, like a lot of people think, well, what can one country choose system, so one, the country has to come first and then and then the two systems. But obviously, some of the other, other side of the people might think, well, 
well, well, Hong Kong is, is Hong Kong, and we should uh, hold, hide, hide our, our identity and stuff. And, and that seems to be uh, one of the big, um, not, not like fights about the, the idea of what is Hong Kong, uh, if Hong Kong is under China and that kind of thing. Um, what, what do you think about that? Uh, so this is why I said, you know, the entire uh, community must agree that Hong Kong is a part of China and uh, must agree that we must consider the Communist Party's need for security. I mean, it's been, this has been driving the uh, emphasis on security that we have seen um, come out of the 2019 protests. So uh, if we cannot agree on some fundamentals like this, these are these uh, the first one anyway that Hong Kong is a part of China is a factual statement. If we can't yeah. if we can't agree on that truth, mm -hmm. then I then I think this is um, it's difficult to see how such a process could work. Yes, still some of, uh, I think a lot of the younger people, mm. sort of they don't really agree with the idea of, well, we are part of China. You see a lot of like the, 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 the different promotions and stuff on, and also online comments, they kept on saying, well, we are Hong Kong, we are not China. Then is there any like, um, like recommendations from you, like well, we can actually try to achieve a better a communication through that. It seems like people are pretty strong on their stance. Yes, but I think the, the people with this view are a very clear minority. Mm. So if, if you are talking about, you know, we don't have democracy in Hong Kong, so mm. majority, minority, I mean, this... Uh, seems to be not very relevant for the government, but certainly if we're talking about a process like this, I mean, maybe the place to start is to say, all right, I mean, the opposition or whoever is going to participate in such a process must agree that Hong Kong is a part of China, full stop. That's the, that is the baseline for this. And I would say if the government is to um, participate in this because it cannot just be focused on the opposition. Mm -hmm. The government must, it won't work without government uh, being there. The government also must agree that uh, it is accountable to the people of Hong Kong and um, recognize their failures in 2019 and be held to account. So these are two fundamental conditions that uh, need to happen before any process like this could begin. That's why I think I've added the notion of truth to it. And so I think this is very important. It, it will not work. This kind of reconciliation will not work mm. if the government, that includes the Carrie Lamb, that includes all of the... Uh, uh, ministers, and it includes Exco, which mm. is from, you know, so all of these people are responsible for what got us into 2019. Okay. Uh, also with us uh, is uh, Alan Long, Governor of the, the Path of Democracy. Mr. Long, good morning to you. Good morning. 
Uh, now, uh, the Path of Democracy did come up with a proposal on a Truth and Reconciliation uh, Commission back in uh, August uh, in, in, in 2019, uh, you know, while the, while the disturbances were, were, were underway. Um, do you think that your, that recommendation, that uh, uh, a belief that a, um, there is a possibility of finding a workable resolution to overcome the current difficulties, do you think that that commission would still work? Is there still a possibility of such a body? Do, do you want me to explain what we propose first? Sure, yeah. It's slightly yeah. different from uh, okay, what yeah. Professor, Professor Byrne said. I agree, you know, uh, the, the political preconditions Professor, Professor Byrne said uh, to, totally. And i like to add that uh, uh, we, we, we think cuts uh, truth is important too. This is why we named this truth, name named this truth and reconciliation commission. Actually, modeled after South Africa, and we made some fairly specific proposals. Uh, as in, to begin with, uh, Article Forty-Eight of the Basic Law says the chief executive has the power to pardon person convicted of criminal offence and commute commute their penalties. Now. There is some, some, some controversy about uh, whether people should be tried before they are sort of uh, uh, pardoned. And uh, I think we came up with the, uh, with the uh, proposal that before they are pardoned, they must through the, go through the, the pro procedure of trial uh, to preserve the rule of law. But there, there are some things that's behind this. Uh, uh, this uh, there are some concepts that need to be explained. That uh, uh, the South African follows something called they call Norigard principle after a Danish guy called called Carl Norigard, which proportions uh, the political offense versus the crime. Uh, taking that that if it's a political objective, perhaps the crime is lighter. And then there is a balance between substantial justice and procedural justice. <coughs> Hong Kong uh, tend to follow procedural justice quite quite uh, strictly, whereas the continental law uh, uh, places, uh, jurisdiction, tend to look at substantial justice. And then uh, we, we want reconciliation rather than retribution. Locking people up and punishing them is basically uh, retribution. Uh, and, uh, basically retribution and not reconciliation. So uh, we, we want to preserve the rule of law principle. We want reconciliation versus uh, uh, retribution. And the, the main function, the main sort of, sort of the steps we want to set up is there is actually a bill, a uh, Truth and Reconciliation Commission bill need to be passed by LESCO. And there will be a debate on uh, all, the, all the conditions uh, that is needed. We started almost from the uh, sort of almost partially legal view viewpoints, whereas Professor Burns look at political aspect. You know, I think when the debate comes out, both sides will be looked at. And a nonpartisan person will chair this commission. And that commission must have power to pardon people.
after making a recommendation to the to the chief executive. There are lots of difficulties, even with this very very specific example from South Africa, like recognizing you know the political act of the activists. Can the act be uh, be recognized as almost uh, pardonable? That is the question. So we make some very specific proposal, and to go back to your to your question, uh, we did send our strongest lobbyists, you know, a senior lawyer, to lobby the government, and with without results. And that is recency again, or like no, when 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 it was when we made the proposal. Mm-hmm. Would you consider like changing a proposal, like twisting it a bit, and redo the whole thing again? Redo it for what? Like no relobbying the government, I think this whole situation is a bit I, I different think, now. I think your party is actually better at lobbying <laughs> the government. I mean, if if the I mean the, the government, actually all government is supposed to be middle ground government that mm. that is both sides, both blue and yellow, slightly blue, slightly yellow, sort of. Oh, purple like you guys. <laughs> we hope we're, we're not noticed. We're not that influential, believe me, and. And uh, if the government decides to take the deep blue or even red stance, then there's no hope. While 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 the uh, the pandemic has, as you said, uh, the traditional pandemic has lost direction and being allowed themselves to be being to be led by the uh, the radicals. Mm. So but like, like recently, a lot of the um, district councillors they, they announced that they are forming a new platform to or to sort of like um, re- reshuffle or the or like a platform of a discussion on district matters and prepar- well, basically preparation for uh, the next electoral elections. You can see they are trying to divide it into five groups, like according to the um, electoral um, seatings. So I think they, they are still doing doing some of the pretty um like structural things on try to get people together and get prepared for next year then then i don't really think that they are they already lost their like like ways of trying to do things and stuff they're still trying to try pretty hard there are there are some pretty rational district councillor mm. who do the real district council things like my district councillor he's doing a pretty good job mm-hmm of course, he's so he was associated with the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. but we hear we also hear things. Uh, Morning Post, he Beijing M's eyes revamp of the election committee, you know, ele- eliminating all the uh, all the district councillor. Mm. So that is not reconciliation. That is, you know, in my mind, an, an overkill of whatever initiative or whatever goodwill that, that there is there, but. You know your camp. You know your uh, the the DAB. Uh, uh, you know the the deep blue are, are pushing those things. So what do you do? <laughs> I don't think that's a fair comment for DAB are pushing those things. I don't think that's fair at all. I mean that's coming from the well Beijing government. Um, well, you're, well, pretending if you, it, you're pretending it comes. No, no, you you are basically um, generalizing the whole party, which we have what forty million people member. Um, well, anyway, for for Path of Democracy, I think the formation of uh, POD um, uh, up to this moment, it seems like the, the sort of the middle role doesn't seems to work really. 
um, as you as you quote earlier, well, you, you don't really have a say well, well, to to lobby the governments and stuff. Then, then, then how how can this go on? We're keenly aware of of our <laughs> sort of incapacity, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not an easy position. The minute you are middle of the road, people say, "Who are you? Mm. What do you represent?" Mm-hmm. But you know, we, I, 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 well, I tried to point out in a recent article, which is actually translated in, in English in uh, Hong Kong Step, mm. it means that uh, the middle road is partly yellow, partly light yellow and light blue, sort of middle of the road. You know, mm. This is trying to define a very intangible concept into more tangible actions. And it's not, it's not catching catching on. While nearly all governments, including the German government, they are the middle of the rural party, you know, the, 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 the Christian Democrats, definitely middle of the rural. Hmm. Professor Burns, you, do you want to respond? We, we've got like a minute. Well, I guess my core question is, if we go back to this proposal, what is the role of the government? Hmm. Because uh, the government seems to be absent from this, and so they're not interested. Uh, I'm talking about certainly uh, as, um, you know, as we just heard, uh, if the Communist Party is trying to remove and disenfranchise the, um, the district councilors, for example, or disqualify them or whatever, this is uh, not reconciliation. So, so I think until the government is... The Hong Kong government. Uh, the Hong Kong government. Yeah. Listen, the Hong Kong government simply takes orders from our party secretary. So you have to get... You have to get the Communist Party behind this. Okay, so you mean you mean the CPG, yeah. It's not going to work. Hmm. If the, that's why I emphasize that a, a political precondition is that we must take care of the Communist Party's needs for security. Okay. If you don't do that, hmm. um, it cannot. This proposal is dead in the water. Then, okay. then you also have to have the. Uh, the Hong Kong government admitting where mistakes have been okay. made. And Sorry, we're out, we're out of time. John Burns, thank you very much indeed for joining us, and thank you to uh, Alan Leung uh, as well. Uh, the weather, many cloudy, 19 degrees now, humidity is at 78%. The Iraqi Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee said the pardons showed a lack of regard for Iraqi blood. They involved four men who worked for the Blackwater private security firm. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back. Back chat uh, this uh, Thursday morning, Christmas Eve, with Nixie Lamb and me, Hugh Chiverton. We're talking about uh, peace on earth. We're talking about the possibility mm. of uh, some kind of reconciliation, uh, bringing camps uh, together uh, in Hong Kong. We were talking to Professor John Burns and Alan Lung from the Path of Democracy in the first part of the programme. We're joined now by uh, Avery Ng, who's chairman of the League of Social Democrats, and uh, Raymond Mack, formerly of the Path of Democracy, uh, also an appointed member of the Trade and Industry Advisory Board 
and the Commerce and Economic Development Bureau and is part of the government. Uh, we want to hear from you, as ever, 233-88266. Our phone line is working now, so uh, make use of it. Uh, or you can comment on our Facebook page, that's Backchat on RTHK Radio 3, or you can email us and we'll do our best to read out your messages. That's uh, Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. OK, uh, quite a few interesting messages. Alan says... Uh, Christmas message. She is Herod. That's uh, she as in Xi Jinping. And we are now in his massacre of the innocence period as he erases any who are not totally loyal to him. His toadies are persecuting anyone who opposes them, forcing some to seek refuge overseas. Are there lessons on reconciliation from other places around the world? Question mark. Reconciliation is impossible without goodwill effort from both sides. Since she came to power, reconciliation or any form of compromise is off the table. The government will find pre text to remove troublesome district councils same as they did in LegCo, then they will fix the election, same as they are now doing with the LegCo election. First cancel it, then add a million reliable mainland resident voters. By removing all moderates from power, criminalising the mildest of criticism, what opposition is left will inevitably become radicalised. It's only a matter of time before we get Middle Eastern levels of violent domestic terrorism. She will be happy to have that, providing an excuse to demonise all opposition. That is from from uh, Alan, Bill says, screw them all is the motto of the Hong Kong government, DAB and other pro-Beijing parties and people. We will regain the district councils. Uh, and uh, that's... Uh, I don't understand Joey's uh, point also on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, anyway, um, uh, Andrew Kay says, I think this is referring to John Burns, are we just supposed to accept your guests' views as truth? Just because he says it, question mark. And uh, Alan says, um, your guest keeps saying that the CCP has a need for security and says that is what justifies the national security legislation. The term security was not defined. Since the NSL outlaws, for example, singing a song, it seems that the CCP is incredibly insecure and to satisfy its need to, for security, only complete submission will do. Apologists for Beijing keep saying other countries have security laws, but these are applied against actual military threats, terrorism, espionage, not school teachers who fail to follow the government line on a historical event, or publishers who make critical tweets. That is uh, from uh, Alan. And uh, Matthew says, uh, well said, Professor Burns, truth and reconciliation must go together. One of the cadre, he continues, one of the cadre of new patriotic new backchat correspondents, which suddenly emerged last July, yesterday described me as self-proclaimed Maoist Matthew. I forget which one of their messages are almost identical, and they all use similar English names, which were common in Enid Blyton books. I have no problem with my arguments or thinking being questioned or even being called names. However, I have never proclaimed myself a Maoist. Feel free to call me whatever you like boys but don't just feel to randomly make stuff up related to today's program based on the trends i don't think it should really be a big surprise that the ccp will not allow universal suffrage to decide who gets to represent us in the district council two things are more interesting than this first is the emergence of the new bauhinia party which many believe is a vehicle to move to a one-party system here which will absorb the traditional useless pro-beijing parties prepare for the grave of the game
game of cronies. Love to hear what Nixie thinks about this new party. Mm. The second is the new immigration regulation, which will give the government power to restrict people from leaving Hong Kong. This effectively allows for the ability to hold us here in a giant, compliant, Xinjiang-style re-education camp if they choose to. That may seem too far-fetched right now, but the CCP's playbook is clear and there are many things that seem unimaginable one or two years ago which have since happened. Those thoughts from Matthew. Thank you very much indeed. What do you think of the Bahamian Party? Just bit, the formation of it or the announcement of the uh, Bahamian Party is a bit weird. I mean, the, uh, one of the critical information they, they provide to what well, SCMP is says like we're trying to no, we 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 will achieve the uh, to have recruit what two hundred fifty thousand people as our member. I mean, for DAB, we only have 40,000 <laughs> for over the years. So I don't really know how they think it's basically possible to recruit 250,000 people in what, I don't know how many years they're talking about. And the ways of approaching things, it seems like they're only targeting into a lot of what well, bankers base or financial sectors elite. Um, in particular, that how could you recruit two hundred fifty thousand people? What all the bankers going to join your party or things like that? So, I think that there's a bit of um, misunderstanding because the name of it is called Bohemia and the background of the person, the chairman. So it, it seems like a lot of people from the opposition party thinks that whoa, this is coming and it, this is a thing. But from our side, well, basically, I, I can't represent the whole DAB party. I can only represent myself. It doesn't seem like a really realistic thing to happen. So, I mean, if, if we can have the opportunity to invite him to come up and talk about it, I'll be glad to hear what exactly he wants to share. But it seems like he doesn't really, he didn't really accept any what sort of like interviews and stuff like after the, the big announcement. So let's see. <laughs> you don't think this is... Just Direct not, from Beijing? No, I don't really think so. And I, I mean, for a political party, why do you set your office in Times Square? <laughs> it's just like the whole thing is very commercial. And it's just a bit weird. I mean, if you want to touch, I mean, if you want to have what, it, it, as imagined, that a total control of the Hong Kong people, let's see, then shouldn't you to have a more like a grassroots approach like changing the whole uh, housing policy that kind of approach not setting uh, an office in Times Square and having bankers as like like leaders of the party it doesn't really make sense how can you connect with people so just just a bit weird on the formation of it okay uh Raymond Matt good morning to you Thank you very much indeed for for joining us. Uh, you know, we were talking to Alan Lung in the first part of the program. He was talking about the idea of a truth and reconciliation commission, something which was you know was discussed um, uh, last year uh, in in the middle of the uh, disturbances. Does it have any relevance now? Can you see? I mean, what about you know? We would, obviously we need support from both sides. Um, where would you see as the main sticking points that would have to be overcome before you could move forward on something like that? I think the current situation is a totally uh, different situation from last year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in my previous article on the newspaper um, about uh, reconciliation or actually to review, you know, what has been happening uh, mid last year, I uh, I state that um, between June and November uh, 2019, I, I think uh, some some members from different camps or actually from government, uh, you know, were were trying to explore the possibility of uh, reconciliation or also uh, dialogue. Mm. Uh, myself also, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, attend one one of the session in in the government house, uh, you know, with with Carrie Lam, uh, you know, to to discuss about uh, the, the possibility of uh, or enabling environment of having a dialogue. Well, at that time, uh, you know, uh, things were very tense, but then uh, you know, people were still wait and see on on how how possible it can be, you know, to to lead a a reconcilable dialogue. But but uh, since November, uh, you know, part of the thing is because the protest is getting more serious on the violence, but at the same time, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Hong Kong government, also the Beijing government, already make a very strong and clear stance that uh, it is a riot. And then, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, related measures and, uh, and a more aggressive approach uh, have been adopted uh, since then. Uh, and then um, more and more foreign, uh, you know, not interference, but also, you know, the, the, the stance has been expressed and then the whole thing already uh, lifted to, to international relations uh, uh, issues and, 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 and struggles. So uh, right now you can see, uh, you know, especially after the national uh, security law, uh, everything is a done deal uh, so far, at least. And I, I think that, you know, this is a very clear message that uh, the central government from Beijing uh, have already made a decision that uh, something has to be fixed uh, in their way, uh, and then to restore the the, uh, the control and also the orders in Hong Kong. Uh, and under this sense, uh, you know, uh, according to what Professor John Byrne said, uh, you know, where consolation needs uh, two ways approach, and then the protesters, uh, even they are now. Uh, you know, not on the street anymore so far. And then, uh, but, but then the, the thing is, uh, nothing has been solved uh, inside their heart. And also, you know, nothing has been solved uh, on, on, on the mistrust. So uh, to open a dialogue or to start off the reconciliation at this point, I think it's simply impossible at the moment. Um, I have a question. Who can actually represent those, um, um, like, um, protesters? I mean, well, it's a, it's a tricky question, question right? Mm. Uh, and the one, one of the very important points, actually very uh, difficult uh, uh, progress when, when, when we explore last year about the dialogue is that actually no one can represent the yeah. uh, You know, not, not, not any pandemic not any, uh, 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 party. I did speak some, uh, to some of the seniors and also some of the members there. Uh, what they what they replied to me, or actually uh, when we when we discussed, right? Uh, they said that you know it's not in their hand and in their control anymore. So, I mean, mm. because when 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 they tried to have a dialogue uh, with the protesters, okay, they 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 couldn't even, you know, not not trying to change them, but then you know not even can represent them or actually to get in touch with them on on the major pools. Mm. So uh, this is one of the very very big challenges on 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 the reconciliation also the dialogue. Because simply, uh, the whole battle is not only on the street, but also online. And then uh, in, in, the, in the internet world, simply, you know, everyone is not uh, on a very united way. And then uh, there's a lot of different uh, speculations and, and, and discussion going on there. So this is actually one of the difficulties so of, it... the, of the reconciliation. It's very different from what right. part of democracy, uh, you know, proposed. Proposed. And also, mm. you know, uh, it's very irrelevant to, to, to get the South Africa case and also France case to, to be to be. Is it is is it the um the, the ways of like can't finding can't find the uh, representative from their side? Is it as early as like June or, or in the beginning of the movement or, or in the later stage, when when violence happens and stuff? Then, well, like I, I think the, the, the whole protest from uh, starting from June and uh, you know towards 
uh, November or even now, I mm. mean, there has not been a uh, a single representative that can represent the majority. So from the beginning, the uh, no, from the beginning, right from the beginning. But to, to be very honest, not only on the protester side make the situation uh, difficult on on mm. dialogues, but also from the government side mm. because you know we all know that uh, you know not only the Hong Kong government. Can make the final decision. I mean, in 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 case of the uh, in considering the reconciliation in other countries, right? The government can make the uh, is the final decision maker. Mm. Uh, the president, you know, sitting in the in the dialogue sections can mm. can make or represent the government to make decisions, and people mm. can hold him or her accountable Mm-mm. when 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 the promises or policy is made or is not been made, right? But in Hong Kong, the situation is definitely different. They are not a final person can can agree with things, right? Well, I mean, even in when when I was in the government house talking to Carrie Lam and other other advisors on 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 the dialogue, can right? she made I up mean, her mind, she, like agree on things? And she 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 can express what she wants and also you know what she, uh, what the whole cabinet mm. was thinking. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we all know that you know some of the very key things about. You know, uh, uh, the security, the police, and and all the treatments, right? It's not mm-hmm. in her hand, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and it makes the whole the whole conversation and dialogue difficult because people know that you are not the final boss. Then why I need to talk to you, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a complaint to a restaurant, and then you you you, you talk to you manager, just talk to the manager. It's <laughs> not the final decision maker. Then why you make a complaint, or actually why? It doesn't solve the problem. How, how can you resolve the problem? Mm-hmm. So. So that that is the the, the difficulties, and I, I think that you know right now is is even worse. Mm. Okay. Uh Andrew, in an email, says, uh, let's put the tiny number of independence flag wavers aside for a moment and recognize that one to two million people, one to two million Hong Kongers of all ages, classes and ethnicities peacefully took to the streets, many with their young children, in deep dissatisfaction with the administration last year on two occasions and in smaller numbers after these. I saw middle-aged women verbally unload their pent-up anger on swaggering armoured police during central lunchtime protests late last year. As clear, repeated overuse of force by police had gone officially unexamined for months. Yet yesterday, as a pre-Christmas show of warmth to those it serves, the Hong Kong administration, who has studiously avoided public dialogue for well over a year, released a blame statement that protests are the reason poverty levels have gone up here. Mm. Shoddy, ineffectual policies and lack of actual governance in Hong Kong both went strangely unmentioned. Christmas cheer, anyone? We'll officially pass on that, it seems. That comes uh, from uh, Andrew. And uh, Andrew Kay says... uh, with the subject line, go home. Amazing how many people live here but hate the fact that we are part of China and bitch constantly about it. Hong Kong is a great place to live, but no one is kept here at the point of a gun. So if you don't like it, leave. There must be a utopia out there waiting to welcome you with open arms. Be careful what you wish for. That is from uh, Andrew Kay. Avery, good morning to you. Good morning. Do you even want reconciliation or do you want the fight to continue? Oh, obviously I want reconciliation now. I think majority of Hong Kong people just want to have a uh, you know, stable, happy, cheerful life uh, with you know, all, all the freedom that comes with it. Now, uh, you know, I hear all, all our discussions, and I, I believe most of us want uh, the path to reconciliation. But um, if you re- and and but it's not to. First of all, it's not. I don't think it's the issue uh, whether there's a leader uh, for the democratic camp. Uh, to 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 uh, borrow the analogy of uh, you know, complaining in the restaurant, 
uh, is the other way around. Is、mm-hmm. the fact that we've got a manager to complain to, and that's Carrie Lam, but the manager refused to even talk to us or deal with the, the issues.、Uh, and and remember that、uh, even though there, there was leaderless, or you cannot pinpoint a, a single leader、uh, for to represent、mm-hmm. uh, the democratic camp、uh, from last year during the movement. Uh, but uh, don't mistake uh, that uh, we don't have uh, mandates. Uh, remember that you know, after the district council election, we've got you know, 385 uh, democratic uh, councillors now. That even though they may not,、uh, you know, some of them may not fully take part、uh, in the demonstration or they have different roles, they are representative of our view. And that's and the fundamental is、uh, the five demands. And even if you think that the 385 uh, councillors is just、uh, too many people to talk to, you know we've got、uh, a, a few dozen. Uh, no, 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 a few dozen、uh, candidates who who won the primary of the democratic primary、mm. uh, early this year.、Mm. Now, even though they are not, uh, you, you can call it like legally representative within the current、uh, framework. They are. They they have the mandate of at least two million people, or, or the how many even voter turn out to vote for them during the primary. So you know we can start、uh, with those uh, uh, in terms of having a dialogue.、So、are they willing is, to represent and talk to Carrie Lam to say like if to, if tomorrow to say Carrie Lam will come out to say well. Yeah, Merry Christmas and <laughs> I'm gonna stop no, and, talking and, to and, you guys. Well, actually, you bring up a、yeah. good point. It, there's no point if you are just meeting Carrie Lam and hearing her saying、uh, "Merry Christmas" without any actual. No,、uh, that's an introduction. Merry Christmas, yeah, and, well, and then yeah, she but, might come and say, "Okay, how about I talk to those people that you just mentioned?" And would that yeah, work? Yeah, are, yeah. are they willing to say so, you so can represent? So we are talking about then. Then we are talking about what is the path? Like,、uh, uh, I mean,、uh, Carrie Lam hosted in a few forums last year. Mm. Uh, but again,、uh, she's repeating the party line, and we all know that、uh, today, Carrie Lam is not the leader of Hong Kong, and she doesn't really have any say. Is、uh, is from the central liaison office, or even directly from from Beijing. So,、uh, unless we have uh, uh, an, a common understanding that we、mm. are having a dialogue to work towards a concrete goal,、uh, the, the, and what is that and, concrete goal? We are just. Well, from our side, five demand, and that's the actual bottom line. There's that's not a high water mark. But the five demand is a never changing five demand, isn't it? Like the the, the, the contents of it always change. The, the so what is the is, final five demands now? Yeah, the, the 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 issue is from last year to today. I mean, we are not talking about even just the five full, the complete five demands.、Hmm. I mean, even you know, the, the one demand of、uh, <laughs> one demand, like the. Commi- uh, in, uh, commission of inquiry,、mm. we still can、uh, can look at it and comparing to you know the, the well, actually,、uh, yeah, hang on, hang on. I mean,、uh, yeah. that's quite interesting, isn't it? Because the commission of inquiry, as I understand it, that the, the the chief executive said we couldn't find anyone to head it, but hasn't completely ruled it out. Would I mean? C- c- would that satisfy the one camp if there was a if there was a commission of an inquiry with an independent person? Because as I say, the chief executive, to my understanding, has not completely said that's、um, impossible. Well, yeah, I mean that's、uh, at least the first step. So that、uh, sounds like an uh, uh, something that might happen if if the dialogue would begin to to what? Raymond, Mack, would that be <laughs> could, would that be a way to do it? We don't even need to have a dialogue, and then Caroline can begin with that. The formation of commission of inquiry, even with their dialogue. 
but no. she's been refusing to do it. Right, uh, Raymond. Yeah, well, what's your views? Like, well, what if, Could we like, have a commission of inquiry? Well, I, I think in, in our previous uh, discussion in the government house, mm. I, I think uh, we, we, had, we had 19 representatives, and then uh, it's a very, very aligned view that, uh, you know, commission of inquiry is the most important uh, measure, so actually a, a gesture from the government, you know, to uh, essentially all this branch to, to the, to the post protesters. Mm. Uh, you know, to start the reconciliation, also the dialogue, because it's actually a uh, a, a commonly uh, recognized body mm. uh, that is legitimate enough and also, you know, popular enough, you know, to represent some of the uh, neutral voices and also on the investigation on the whole thing. Mm. Uh, but the thing is, we 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 know that it's very difficult, you know, to why is it difficult? No, not, not us thinking is difficult. It's actually the government thing that is mm. actually very difficult. With, with a very, with, a, with an unspoken reason, unspoken. and then uh, yeah. Can you I mean, sense some the, of the reasons? Yeah, the, the unspoken reason is CCP, right? <laughs> 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 well, I mean, she, she didn't she didn't say what is the reason, but then she said that it's very difficult at this mm. point of time. And then uh, at that time, uh, we already uh, you know heard that about you know there's different approach other than COI. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things is actually including the, uh, the, the independent review committee. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, we're actually talking about the statutory body status or not. And then definitely some of the members were not very satisfied with this approach. But then you can see that a few months later on, they, they, they put out, you know, as a proposal and it's actually implemented. But mm-hmm. even for that ILC, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no one will, will uh, you know, it's actually very difficult for, uh, for the government to appoint the members uh, or actually the chairman to chair it because simply because because people who are, who are invited to the uh, to the committee know that this uh, structure and this approach will not be the final uh, you know the the final uh, body or actually the organization that can resolve the issues or actually may increase or actually have put them at, at risk right so so definitely uh, it is uh, part of the the situation. Uh, and then having a COI, we, we understand that uh, uh, it's difficult because first of all, uh, this is the this is one of the uh, uh, very concrete five demands mm-hmm. uh, uh, from from the protesters. And then uh, uh, actually, if if we if it's uh, you know when doing the the conversation or doing the dialogue, uh, we we feel that you know that this is actually more a political decision from from Beijing or actually the Hong Kong government. That it's actually this is uh, a, a, a very weak gesture, you know, uh, that cannot be restored. I mean, the, the order will not be restored after, you know, we, we they, they give out such such kind of uh, gesture to, to the people. Uh, so, so this kind of uh, political struggle and consideration make the whole thing very difficult. What, what, uh, what, what, you know, but... the, the general polling, the general polling at that time uh, already told us that more than eighty percent of the of the surveyed people agree on the COI, which means that it's part of the uh, theoretically part of the uh, pro-establishment supporters also support the COI. Right. And I think I have, uh, one last thing I want to add is uh, uh, apart from a. a Council, a commission of inquiries on the truth or, or reconciliation, uh, remembering that uh, without concrete political reform immediately or even just a path or a roadmap, mm. we cannot resolve the fundamental issues. And without an- accountability, I'm not even talking about accountability of whatever happened last year, even without accountability for the future, 
then the same thing will repeat itself. What future you are you are talking about? Yeah, so unfortunately, I I uh, I, I think uh, unless the CC,、uh, CCP is willing to、um, you know, really face the idea of uh, uh, the truth and you know, allow Hong Kong as a whole to to move、uh, move to、uh, onto a path of true democracy, okay, it, then, you know, then this、uh, so 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 issue keeps、uh, happening. If I was a marriage counsellor, I would also <laughs> I would also like to bring in this other fourth party or whatever, which is which is the United States, which has sort of been the the、um, the <laughs> Democrats have been flirting been or, or, or maybe more than flirting with with the United <laughs> States.、Um, do you think that perhaps with、um, with Biden taking over? Do you, I mean, you could argue that Trump has been stirring this up. Um, that、uh, with Biden, there is a possibility that there will be a fresh approach, and that would give also a little window for、um, kind of calming things down a little bit, rethinking that relationship, and then、um, you know giving a little bit on both sides. Well,、uh, well, well, at least personally, I, I've never been、uh, a person that you know, rely or, or even have any slightest hope of、uh, you know, international diplomacy can resolve、uh, local issues. Uh, no, but well, okay, but they can make it worse. And they can make they can they can、so、stir that, it up, that, but they can make it worse. And that's surely what's happened. Everyone can yeah, see well, that. that. I mean, that, that, these are the different dynamics where. So if they step、uh, if they at least step、like、away, step yeah, step out. That might calm things down a bit. Well, that may or may not. So the the the, the problem is we cannot control that outcome or even the progress. So so you know we can only deal with the.、Uh, Whatever the American decides, or whatever CCP decides. Well, stop writing、uh, letters well, I, and approach. Sorry, but, but, but I disagree. I mean,、uh, <laughs> during the the time when we when we talk about the reconciliation and, and dialogue, when when we when we push these ideas and also、uh, you know some of our views during June and, and November at that time, we know that you know、uh, you know from from the pro establishment side, also from Beijing and, and Hong Kong government side, they have to wait and see and. And some of the very strong will, you know, opposing dialogues from the West have been shut because they believe that is actually something set up by set up by you know the foreign countries that it is so called the、uh, uh, you know the foreign interference.、Mm-hmm. And at that time, we we try our best to say you know no.、Uh, the protesters、uh, at that time was not affected by you know the the、uh, you know the foreign interference or actually、uh, is not instructed by by any other you know third or fourth parties on that. It's me. And your discussion is in November, sorry. But the thing is,、uh, we have been we have been warned and also you know reminded that you know this is actually setting up a fire. If if you go to you know、uh, to get a very solid connection、uh, with you know the foreign countries and then to bring them in into the game. But even though yes, I think that sometimes not、uh, whether whether they they will take this as a card you know to to play in in the.、Uh, To set Hong Kong as one of the international relation battlefield will not totally enhance of、uh, you know of the pro、uh, pro democrats、uh, party or actually camp. But then you know to to set up a very clear stance of you know not getting a very clear connection with the the foreign countries is actually a one of the very very important moves to decide or not. You know、uh, to when when you want to have that dialogues with Beijing. I mean we have been. Communicating or understanding, you know how Beijing works for 20 years, right? And then we know that what, what 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 can be done and what cannot be done,、okay. right? You're、and、too young. Right now, you know, one part of the reason,、uh, you know, that that you know the the situation 
and and uh, the you know, basis of the dialogue is trust. Okay, it is true that the government, Hong Kong government, lose the trust from the protesters, but at the same time, we can see that you know the the trust from uh, you know from the government and the things that you know after I I meet the five demands, uh, and then with there is anything that can be assured that the things will restore to the, to the normal order. The answer is no. Because as, as efforts you say, I mean... So trust yeah, from both sides is, is gone. It's the, the most common common views about the five demands. But then, you know, who can represent the, the protest, as you say, if we have the COI, then everything can be solved. So, okay. Mm. Right. Well, Raymond well, Mack, thank you very much indeed for joining us. And uh, Avery Young, who's Secretary General of the uh, League of Social Democrats. Some more, some more emails to finish off. Uh, Bob says, a nice topic for today, but I didn't hear one single mention of the highly aggressive interference in Hong Kong affairs by many foreign governments, including but not limited to the US, UK and Australia. Until these countries stop using megaphone announcements about matters in Hong Kong, about which they probably know very little truth, very, very little truth will be a victim and reconciliation a remote hope. Happy Christmas. That comes uh, from uh, Bob. Uh, Dan says, uh, all the best to you and the back chat staff. Hope you thoroughly enjoy the Christmas holidays. You've earned a good break. Please know you have permission not to not use the word COVID for at least the next four days. Joy to the world. That comes uh, from uh, Dan. Uh, Bowen says, my response to Nix's emphasis on people's sense of identity before the break is that this is a dangerous game which we don't need to fiddle with in any case. Insisting on people thinking they belong to a certain ethnicity or nationality is usually a backhanded way of insisting that people should not disagree with the ruling regime and people are bound to be able to see through this trick, adding to the difficulty of reconciliation. If we wish to facilitate reconciliation, we should also not accentuate people's differences. And emphasising people's rejection of Hong Kong being part of China is exactly this kind of accentuation. As John Byrne said, and as we all know, these people belong to a tiny minority. There are such extremists in every society. That is uh, from Bowen. Uh, Johnny says, uh, hi, Backchat. Well said, Andrew Kay. If those, with Hong- if those with Hong Kong residents with foreign passports don't like it here, they should pack up and leave. Uh, and one more comment from Steve, uh, who says, long-time listener, a whinge here, but for the breaking uh, of the, for the news has to improve. That's just coming up to the nine o'clock news and not cut guests off. Uh, how about some music or sound to indicate there's a break and to allow the guests to finish their point and then go to the news? If the news is not on the dot at nine, is that a major issue? End of whinge. Merry Christmas. That comes from Steve. I'm afraid it is, a, it is, a, it is an issue at nine o'clock, yeah, but not at 9.30, which is why we blithely crashed through 9.30 repeatedly. It's already 9.30.34, but we do have to hit the, the, the nine o'clock. But uh, it's interesting to have some music maybe we could fade in at one minute or something like that, like, you know, get people off stage like they in the Oscars. Um, anyway, thanks very much indeed for that, and thank you for uh, all the uh, good wishes uh, from everyone, uh, which are uh, returned. Uh, Merry Christmas to uh, one and all. Uh, I, uh, uh, Jim Gould will be uh, doing back chat uh, Monday and Tuesday next week. I'll be here on Wednesday and Thursday in between Christmas and the New Year with the uh, usual format. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, enjoy yourselves. It's going to be mainly cloudy with some sunny periods and temperatures up to about 22 degrees. The outlook bright and mild during the day, during the Christmas holidays and early next week, becoming cold appreciably in the middle of next week. 20 degrees now, relative humidity is at 